A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In his homily for the 14th Sunday at Ordinary Time, Father talks about the virtue of meekness and how we are called to live that out in our everyday lives. reading today in our gospel book to use a word that oftentimes is used very often in our English language, that word is meek. So often we don't maybe understand fully exactly what that word means or what it's dealing with. Our first reading today tells us that the king will be riding in meek, double the heart, and Jesus himself says that take my yoke upon you and gather the rest. I am meek, learn from me. So I think it would be a good idea to discuss what exactly it means to be meek. Especially since one of the attitudes says, Blessed are those who are meek, they inherit the kingdom of God. In fact, it's a quality that is required to inherit the kingdom of God. It is something that oftentimes we fail to realize just how important it is. Now imagine every one of us at some point in our life have been angry about something. Meekness is not refusing to get angry. I imagine also that every one of us at some point in our life has been angry and responded in anger at something. Which is exactly what meekness is not. Oftentimes people confuse meekness with this kind of a pacifism, this idea that we're not going to ever do anything, we're never going to get angry, we're never going to show any type of strength and force, we're never going to do anything like that. That's absolutely wrong. It's a misinterpretation of meekness. In fact, many people interpret meekness as a synonym for weakness, meaning it kind of means you're kind of a sissy. You'll never actually do anything in response to stand there let people bully you and get beat up, and you'll just kind of take everything that gets handed to you. Well, that's also not weakness, that's cowardice. Meekness is not the avoidance of getting angry, it's the avoidance of responding when we are angry. Meekness is, by definition, comes from a root word that also means gentleness. But that word gentleness can be misinterpreted in today's language. Meekness is the disposition to be able to respond to a situation in which we are rightfully angry, but we don't respond in anger. We don't let anger motivate us. We don't let anger direct our actions and our thoughts. We don't let anger be that which dictates what we're going to do. That is true meekness. As I'm looking at my grandchildren here, it's like when the kids are driving you crazy after eight hours and you just want to just pull your own hair out along with theirs, but you don't. It's when maybe you're having a rotten day and you're extremely tired and you go home from a hard day of work, and maybe your spouse does something really ridiculous that you, you know that you just want to pound their head in, but instead you just say, have a beautiful day, I love you. Meekness is recognizing in some situations that we have a right to be angry. But we don't let that show. We don't treat others seeing that anger. 
But it also recognizes there's a time that anger is justified and needs to be imposed. Jesus himself even told his apostles after the garden, how many swords do we have? There's a time to fight. But Meekness recognizes that time. It realizes that when we respond because we are angry, we've destroyed the understanding of that virtue. I did a homily now, probably about six months ago, and asked, what is one of the biggest sins that people confess and know what it tends to be? Impatience. 90% of people that come to the confessional say, I've been impatient. Impatience is a form of not meekness. Because we get upset because something is irritating us and we respond to that in irritation. Rather than recognize maybe we have a right to be angry. Our kids are doing something they shouldn't be doing. You have a right to be upset. And they go running through the kitchen and you're carrying a hot stove with hot water or something and you want to like just pound them upside the head. That's justifiable. But meekness says, don't do it. Meekness says, there's a time to impose punishment, and it's not when you're angry. There's a time to impose justice, and it's not when you're angry. There's a time to actually become violent, and it's not when we're angry. The church itself teaches that war is justified under certain conditions. The church teaches that if you see somebody getting beat up, raped, hurt, in any way abused, you have a right to step in, and if it requires violence for that to happen, you have a right to do it. But somebody who is meek does not step in because they want the violence, but because they want the violence to stop. A meek person always seeks violence, anger, hurt, as the last alternative when every other thing has been totally exhausted and there's absolutely no other way to prevent more harm from being done. Meekness is being able to bite your tongue even when you want to lash out with it. Meekness is enduring the insults and the injustices that are imposed on us and not responding likewise. In fact, it was meekness that caused Jesus to say that we no longer do an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth to turn the other cheek. But meekness does not allow you to constantly take abuse. It does not mean that you never inflict punishment. It does not mean you let your kids get away with murder and not do anything. Meekness says, I will respond in justice when I'm not angry. You know, I always ask people when they ask, what should I do in certain situations? And I tell them, if you can inflict the same punishment on somebody when you're in a good mood as you are when you're in a bad mood, then it's probably justifiable punishment. But after you're in a good mood and you realize, I don't want to give them that punishment, then maybe the punishment was because of anger and not because they really needed to be punished. Jesus himself upturned the money changers in the temple. Jesus himself told the Pharisees they're a bunch of blood-sucking sepulchers. Jesus himself says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Jesus is the one that, when it came time to it, he had no problem getting in people's faces. He wasn't afraid to upend the apple cart. He wasn't afraid to cause a little bit of dissension, division, unrest. But he never did it out of anger. He always did it because he believed that was what was best. Because Jesus would have responded the same way the money changers if he would have been having the most glorious day. He would have done the same thing the day after his resurrection. When everything was wonderful. Because meekness teaches us that anger should never be that which drives our decisions. That our responses to everything should be a response of gentleness and love. And that sometimes requires us to even do things that somebody else doesn't like. 
You can be a gentle person and still punish your child. You can be a gentle person and still enforce the law. You can be a gentle person and still have to go to war. None of those things are opposed to meekness, and we need to remember that. Because sometimes we think that in order to, to be meek, we have to tolerate the things in the world. No, we simply don't respond to them like the world. It's an important characteristic. Just think about all the riots that go on when something is done, somebody suffers an injustice, and what happens? People riot. And they burn down buildings, they cause violence, they break out windows, they cause all, they do theft. That is the exact opposite of meekness. Meekness is being able to walk in the midst of those people doing those very things and praying for a conversion of their hearts. But at the same time, still trying to stop them from doing those very things. A meek police officer would have no qualms about using force to stop somebody who's doing something bad. But if he's motivated by it, he's lost that virtue. And we have to remember that, because it's so easy to get upset from the things of the world today. Every one of us, have any of us about the last two weeks not been irritated or ticked off about something going on in the world? I mean, even ladies that would think are like all gentle ladies, though they would never hurt a fly, they're like, yep, I've got pissed off too, yep, that's something about that has irritated me, yep, I've been irritated. But what do we do with that? A meek person recognizes that anger, even though justified, should motivate us to do something beautiful, loving, and good. And not respond to that anger. A meek person will calm down a little bit. Wait till the next day and say, okay, now I should respond to this situation. We can't treat meekness also as cowardice. There's too many people that are they're afraid to get in people's faces and basically acknowledge wrong. They say, well, I'm a meek person. I don't want to ever offend anybody. That's not meekness. That's being a chicken. That's running away from our duty. Meekness does not run from conflict. Hot conflict. Meekness does not run from conflict. It doesn't run from trouble. It doesn't run from opposition. In fact, a truly meek person will run right into it with the right attitude. If every war out there was ever done with meek soldiers, the war would end in a day. Of course, if we had big politicians, we'd never have the wars in the first place. We need to recognize that in our lives. Jesus says if you truly want peace, if you want to know his comfort, if you want to experience his life, meekness is not an option, it's a necessity. Of all people in the world, I think Jesus has the right to get a little bit angry more than anybody. As he suffers our injustice every single moment of every single day. He sees what we cannot see. If you think you're upset with the things that are going on in the world, imagine our God who feels those very things that are going on in the world. And he never once has responded in anger. Ever. If we could only be partially like that, the world would be a better place, a greater place. If you want to know peace in your life, start with peace in your heart. It begins with meekness. It ends with love. That's what Christ does. That's what he'll always do.